last seven months have been trying to really figure out what I really want to do, what's important, you know, um, the goals that I really have and that I can really accomplish. Because, you know, in the past, you, you've had like, you know, like a web browser, you have your Google up or your Safari up and you have all these open tabs. And so, you know, over Christmas break, we talked about like closing all, like closing all the ones that you just like really like giving them to somebody else. Like I can't focus on injustice and recycling and the climate and cooking at home every night and working out and drinking eight glasses of water a day. And like, I have to like, and reading 30 minutes every day, I have to like close a whole bunch of those and pick a couple that I'm gonna focus on this year to really get anything done. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Ron, and we're back for another episode of the Cuffin' Season Podcast. And this is Ebony. I'm happy to be back. I know it's been a long time since uh, you've heard from us. Very and long. it's been a long time since we've heard from you. Um, <laughs> we have, as you may have guessed, been enjoying our uh, new marriage. We're about seven months in, mm -hmm. and um, we, I'm not going to lie, for a very long time, period of time after our last episode i had considered uh doing away with the podcast generally to focus on other things uh i'll say that being a husband and uh, a future father it will place pressures on you that um you think that you have to create space in your life for the people that you are essentially responsible for and um, as much as I enjoyed podcasting, I began to wonder whether I had room and space and time enough to do it when I had so many other things uh, lingering in the back of my mind um, to prepare and position my family to, to be successful and to have the things that I know that we are worthy and deserving of having. So mm -hmm. um, that's one of the reasons why we've been gone so long. Uh, Ebony has uh, begged and begged me week by week, let's do an episode, let's do an episode, and I'd always come up with an excuse as to why I didn't want to do an episode, why we shouldn't do an episode, and, you know, we had a good run. <laughs> let's just uh, <laughs> leave it where it is, and, um, you know, we were still getting new listeners every week. People were starting at the beginning and, and just going through, uh, so I thought, <laughs> well, maybe we had already done the Lord's work, but I'll say that. Since the new year started, I have gotten probably three phone calls from people who have said the exact same thing. And that was, uh, Ron, you've gotten married and forgot about the rest of us. Yeah. Um, you've gotten married and forgotten that God gave you a testimony to help other people. And you should be diligent and be obedient mm -hmm. uh, even if you don't see the end in sight because I think that's one of the biggest things that uh, kept me from wanting to uh, continue on when I had so many other things to do I didn't know if there was an end in sight there's a lot of time that goes into doing a podcast you know there is uh, trying to you know get the tech right I'm not a tech guy it takes me 45 minutes just to get the microphone hooked up to the laptop because I'm not a tech guy uh, it takes you know, time to 
prep for an episode to figure out what we're going to talk about, figure out what the main points are. It takes time to get the episode uploaded. It takes time to design the flyer for Instagram to uh, let folks know that we have a new episode coming. Um, and these are all things that uh, I had time to do before that I just don't really have time to do now. But I've been uh, just receiving so many different omens and so many different signs that, uh, you know, this is something that God wanted, you know, Ebony and I to continue with doing. And I, of course, love the, you know, the fact that, you know, it feels like we're helping people mm-hmm. and people tell us that we're helping them. So... Uh, we're going to do our best <laughs> to uh, continue doing this uh, for those of you who do take the time out to listen and, and want to hear more. Yeah, I, I agree. I um, I also think that on my end, I'm not the tech savvy person, and and so for me, it was it was a lot of just like let's just do it, you know. And and, and on your end, it takes a lot more work. And so I could see how it was unfair, even though it's just like, come on, we've, you know, you, you've done it so many times before. Yeah, and every time it's a new issue. You know, every t- literally every time I plug this microphone into my iMac. It truly is. There's a <laughs> new issue, <laughs> one that I hadn't experienced before that I'm having to work through, and it just gets annoying. Um, so, yeah, so many nights I'm like wondering, like, oh, my God, is it worth it? I just don't have time, and I get yeah. so frustrated. Um it's, so I'll put this out there. If there are any <laughs> podcast producers that listen to us that want to be a part of this, uh, we welcome you to reach out to us. <laughs> we would love to have Open some arms. some technical help um, with our approach um, because I'll be the first to admit that when it comes to podcasting, I think it's it's something that we love to do. I think that we we do well at you know with content but production oh my god yeah it's yeah, yeah it, you know <laughs> takes the fun out of it <laughs> for us at least but anyway um you know we were in california for christmas break as we've done since i guess we've been engaged maybe no i guess since we've been dated we've just yeah. always gone to california for christmas break and something that i hope to always do mm-hmm even though I hope to live in California. (laughs) But uh, one of the things we were talking about, uh, not just with me and Ebony, but also with her sisters, her brother, her mom, her dad, and a few others at the house, we were talking about how living in, you know, this new digital age that we're in, especially being a millennial, so many of us are forced to just care about so many different things. Social media and the media generally forces us to care about everything from melting ice in Antarctica to plastic straws to uh, Bernie Sanders versus Elizabeth Warren to... Working out, doing keto. Right. Drinking spring water over purified. (laughs) Like, every day there's something new that people want you to care, care about. And... You can equate this to your mind being like a, a web browser, like your mind being Safari or your mind being Google Chrome. And every time you care about something new, you open a new tab. So the first tab is, let's say you care about family. That's a tab. Mm-hmm. Next tab, you care about your girlfriend. Next tab after that, you care about climate change. The next tab after that, 
you care about injustice uh, that's happening. Next right. thing is, you know, working out, whatever it is. It's Next thing after that is, you know, who's dating who? Recycling, climate change, all these things. You look up, you have 30 tabs open in your mind's web browser. And you come to realize that you can't focus on anything if you got 30 tabs open. So when we decided to come into this new year, this new decade, we decided we were going to close out the overwhelming majority of our tabs and just focus on two or three things. Yeah. Right? Um, A world of difference. Yeah, because you, guess you, you, you are so ineffective when you are being forced to care about everything. And one of the examples that um, they gave in terms of folks that are effective who have just closed out all these other things to care about, they only care about one thing, was Mitch McConnell. <laughs> they were talking about how Mitch McConnell, who's the Senate Majority Leader, he don't care about minimum wage, he don't care about this, he don't care about that. The only thing he has cared about has been what? Judicial appointments. And he has helped over 150 of Trump's uh, judicial nominees like, get confirmed by the U.S. Senate. Now, yeah. that is effectiveness. And he was only able to do that because he shut out everything else. If he cared about all the other stuff that we care about, he would have got nothing done. Yeah. And, and while I don't, I don't mention Mitch McConnell to um, you know give him any, you know accolades, uh, but I think that there's a lesson to be to be learned in taking the time to focus, right? Close a couple um, tabs in your browser and just focus. So, um, so Ebony, what are some of the things that um, you would say? you spent time focusing focusing on in the last decade like let's talk about some of the the, the many tabs oh gosh, you had decade? in the last decade oh man so i mean so many look at especially with social media now it's like you're forced to care about everything right so i i'd say like the injustice that's happening you know you're always on facebook just seeing these this just that's all this brutality and then you're also worried about um climate change and you're also worried about like just working out i've been saying that every year you know mm-hmm. um um i guess just like I'll, I'll always always career it's always one um being closer to family just traveling seeing my friends more it's just so many things i feel like i i probably am like short short so many but it's just i can't remember because it's so many well, like uh, uh, reading, which I actually <laughs> had that tab open this year. I made a point for that. So I will give myself credit. Yeah. I mean, for me, the last decade, some of the things I had, the tabs I had open were, um, you know, a lot of more political, like running for office or um, uh, getting to a certain place in my career or um, traveling working out more, um, reaching a certain financial status, uh, caring about police injustice, um, uh, trying to get a house, trying to purchase a house, trying to, um, there's so many things, so many yeah, things so I'll many. say that I just, you know. And I, and I feel like within those things as well, it gets even smaller because like take workout, for example. Yeah. Now, what, what is in that, in that umbrella of working out like 
drinking water, going to the gym oh, in the morning, yeah. going to the gym at night, going to the gym after work. Like, just there's so many small things, like buying spinach, buying kale, like Protein, so many small special. things. Like, which, yeah. which ones do I buy? Just constantly reading labels. Just like, and that's just one tab. Yeah. You know, so, so there's, there's like sub tabs. There's sub tabs. There's sub tabs. They make it crazy. Yeah. So we decided that we wanted to be effective this decade and we were going to start closing some of these tabs. So uh, I think we narrowed down maybe two to three things that we decided we were going to focus on this year and, yeah. you know, beyond until we conquered those and moved on. Do you remember um, what some of the things that, you know, what were the few things you decided you were going to focus on uh, when we talked about this in L.A.? I know for me, it was reading was a big, a big one for me. Um, I just always said I wanted to read. And I just never really took the time to like just sit down, open a book. And so I invested in an audio books mm-hmm. and I've, you know, already finished one. And it's just, it felt so great. Like I've actually did something, done something that I've, I said I was going to do. Right. Um, I she know. Did. What, what did you, what did you, um, I read, what did you download <laughs> on your audio book? I, I guess I listened to Becoming. Um, by Michelle Obama and that was amazing yeah. um, I just finished that about a week ago um, listened to on the way to work and the way from work you know an hour there an hour back and I got through it how long did it take you um, probably about a month or less that's not bad I mean just the car ride there you know there and back and so and I'm on to my next audio book but um, another one that I kind of feel like is, is kind of like both of the both of us is like you know knocking down debt Yes. Um, that's like oh, our yeah. huge one, you know. Um, you want to tell them about our debt wall? Oh, gosh. Do I want to tell Our debt wall. So we, um, it was actually Ron's idea. So we decided to kind of like write down all of our debt from, on little sticky notes from biggest to smallest and start knocking it down. Um, you know, just, and, and, and it's, it's, kind of intimidating when you look at it because you see all these sticky notes of like like America or this or that and you're just like oh no but it feels so good when you're like taking that sticky note off the wall and you're like yes that one's done you know yeah um and then like doing it together yeah so I mean we basically took um you know we looked at everybody we owed from parking tickets to medical bills to car notes to collections to anything you think of so I'm looking at my debt wall now as I'm talking to you, and I think the first thing I paid off was a $100 uh, medical bill. So I took I, I took a sticky note. I put $100 owed to this doctor's office. The next one I had was $240 to DC parking. Yes, those tickets are. <laughs> He's literally days. reading these right now. The next one after that was another $240 to DC parking. <laughs> then there was a $53 one for. Good old DC parking. Um, doctor's notes and, and the list goes on i think we probably had around 20 of these sticky notes that went from just low to high um ranging from parking tickets all the way up to car notes to credit card debt to you know anything you could think of if we owe someone we put it on an individualized sticky note and no matter um, how small. right no matter how big no, no matter how small and, and once we paid that debt off we moved the sticky note from the we owe you side to the we paid you side. So just seeing 
you know how the wall looks differently um, from because at one point I mean the wall was just filled with it was intimidating yeah it was intimidating because everything was on the we owe you side like will I be able to eat but I look now man and it's like you know we have taken so much stuff off the we owe you side and put it on the we paid you side I mean we're almost there and this was a huge uh, goal for us because we obviously want to want to get a home now that we're married Um, I can honestly say that I wish that I had focused more on home ownership when I first got to D.C. because, you know, I'm finding out that several of my colleagues had, you know, they arrived here at 24, 25, and they just bought a house outright and been paying a mortgage for six years. And I just found the cheapest apartment I could find because, yeah. you know, that's what I had always been taught to do, just find a place to live. I know I never talked to me about home ownership. I didn't start thinking about it until I got this beautiful wife of mine and oh, realized that... You know, I had to put her in a place with a mortgage, a place where she can have some ownership, um, build some equity. Um, yes. So yeah, that that was one of my one of my big tabs, just knocking down debt. Uh, another one I would say would would be health. Um, For sure, yeah. You know, I just I want to be around to enjoy my family. I work in a high stress industry. I work. I live in a high stress city. And, um, you know, lives are cut short here, and I want to be around. Or just um, not live, because you're working 24-7. Yeah. Like, we don't, you know, we don't want to have that. Right. <laughs> and the third one, I would say, is basically just uh, focusing on the things that I actually like. Because for so long, I had always just focused on the things I need to do, the things I, you know, was supposed to do for work or to advance my career. But... And it's been having so many revelations, and this happens largely when I'm out in L.A. because I'm surrounded by so many creative people. I'm reminded of the person that I used to be, the person that used to play the drums, the person who loved music, the person who liked and was good at writing, the person who wanted to act, the person who wanted to, you know, just just create and to entertain people. And, um, you know, I decided that I was going to put more energy into some of the other things that come naturally to me, and that's, you know entertainment whether it's writing or you know podcasting or painting you know I painted something from before the end of the year just you know so th- th- those were the things that uh, I decided to focus on and um, I, I only said two but I have one more that I wanted to mention um, uh, besides health right but but family um, yeah. I feel like family's always been big to me and, and you too but just like of course the older our parents get the older our siblings get just just it's just so important um, to really spend time with them while they're here and and travel to the you know their birthdays if if you can you know just any important moment just being there for your family because that's the most you know for us it's like the, the yeah. most important um, people to us so it, it's 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 just becoming so clear like how do we get closer to family how do we be there for them yeah we've been doing a lot of that lately like we have. just traveling and showing up for small things for family uh, even if it means like driving cross country because you couldn't find a good flight um you know <laughs> we just did that <laughs> we just did that and we're going to be doing it again but so. it was actually really fun at first we were dreading it we were like this, this actually been like a, a fun couples road trip for us now Yo, i love road tripping now man like uh you get to see Obviously, you get to see that's a lot of change in landscape, but I mean, you get an, a real bonding opportunity with your partner. You get to talk, listen, and vibe to music. 
stop off random you know, places, random places and, and get some <laughs> some food that's specific to that state or that city or that county um Take pictures. Yeah, we random a random gas station. No. Like this is it, babe. This is it. We were in uh, Atlanta a few weeks ago, and um, we drove back to DC instead of flying. And we bought a lotto ticket in every state between here and Atlanta, just hoping to hit. But at the same time, it was cool. It was just it's just a funny thing to do. It's uh, a couple so of if. if uh, you know, I, I would recommend that you guys take the opportunity to, to travel, but you know, do it on the road sometimes. You know, if you can, if you could sit in the car with somebody for eight hours, it's a good sign. It's a good sign. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, one of the other things I want to talk about on this particular podcast, and uh, I think this is like the theme. You know, it's consistent with the whole closing tabs. Um, but I think the the overall theme of this particular episode is I'm on some new ish, you know. Um, <laughs> I'm on, some, you know. I that song now. I'm trying not to cuss. Yeah. So I, I normally I would say I'm on some new sh, but uh, me me being on some new ish, I'm gonna say some ish instead of the the other one. So proud of you. Uh, and, and with this new ish, um, <laughs> I get sorry. Go. You know, I'm just trying my best to tap into all of the blessings that God has given me, like practicing gratitude, reminding myself yes. of, you know, the things I already have, all that I need anyway. I think we get caught in this hamster wheel of feeling like we need more, we need more, we want more. And there's probably nothing wrong with working for more, striving towards more, feeling like you deserve more. But if you don't take the time to appreciate what you already have, then you won't get more. And I think I've so guilty of that, right? I'm, I've been blessed beyond measure and never really take the time to reflect on how far God has gotten me. When I got this last job, you know, I became a senior VP at a, you know, big firm in Washington, yeah. D.C., very reputable and um you know an opportunity i just couldn't have imagined having growing up i don't think i ever really took the time to reflect on how great of an opportunity it was and how it would change my life for the better um because i just automatically just started thinking about like okay how do how do i succeed in the role how do i work my way up here mm -hmm. how do i become the best at it like um and again there's probably like nothing wrong with like Want to do better. Wanting to do better yeah. and plan your life out, but like not taking the time to appreciate this new milestone will probably get in the way of you reaching your next one. Because yeah, I just don't think God is going to keep handing you milestones if you don't appreciate the ones he's already given you. Uh, so that's one of the new things that I'm on. I'm trying yeah. to practice gratitude. What's one of the new things you say you on? I mean, I, I I think it's just balancing my time. Mm. I, you know, I get up in the morning. I'm usually rushing. You're so much better at me than just taking your time getting ready in the morning and having time to make breakfast. And I'm just like eating in the car sometime. Like, thanks, babe. You know, like. Yeah. But I think just just balancing my time. Um, 
you know how you start your day it's kind of how you finish it I feel like and I'm always just like rushing out the door rushing to work and I'm just like you just you're just tired you get home and you're tired and you don't really have time to do anything you enjoy you get home and you cook and then you pass out and you're like what did I really do besides work today yeah you know and, and that gets so routine and I'm like I want to break the routine so that's like really what I'm really trying to focus on is like how do I break my routine of like get up rushing coming back home or working then coming back home and like doing the same thing over and over and over again it's repetitive um because we, I mean we're both so talented and love doing so many things that kind of gets lost in our daily lives yeah you know yeah um so that's probably my biggest thing is just like trying to break that how's that been going I think it's been good, good. It's been getting better. It's not like, okay, we're only in February mm. of 2020. But the devil is alive. <laughs> the devil is alive. There, there's times when I'm like actually sitting down at the table eating breakfast with you. You know it. It's been about, you know, a couple it's times. It's times. <laughs> but I mean, it, it takes a lot of work. Um, it takes a lot of work. I'm not a morning person. So I just, it's just like, how do you become a morning person? I ask, I'm always like, how are you a morning person? It's just... Just small things, right? And, and so it's, it's been the opposite for me. Like I've always been a morning person. If you've listened to this podcast, you know that my grandmother has always woke me up with the the roosters. Yeah, and we really had real roosters outside to wake <laughs> you up. But uh, so I was always kind of accustomed to waking up early. But I'll say that the, you know this past year I've had a lot of trouble sleeping, and probably over the last few months. Uh, instead of just laying there fighting to go back to sleep after I've woken up for the second or third time at 4 a.m., I'm just getting up. You mm-hmm. know, I'm just getting up at 4 a.m. I mean, I'm not, usually I'm not groggy around that time. I'm, I feel pretty refreshed. So I've been getting up at 4 and just going to the gym. And then, uh, you know, I come out to the gym at 5.30, 6 or whatever, go to the dry cleaners. I got time to go get some eggs if I don't have none of you know, at the house. I'll come home. It's still dark. Ebony's still asleep. He's not lying at all. Um, <laughs> I got time to make a smoothie, watch the news, read some articles, shower, shave, cook. Um, you know, I just got so much time in the morning to ensure that I'm controlling my day and my day isn't controlling me. So no matter what happens that day, I've already accomplished so much. I've already burned 900 calories. I've already... You know, had a healthy breakfast, packed a healthy lunch. Um, I've already shaved and cut my hair. I've already <laughs> wrote out the things I need to do. Um, so from there, it's really just, you know, going to work and producing. So if I come home and I'm too tired to work out, it doesn't matter because guess what? I already did it. It's truly inspiring. Um, maybe you're my balance. Maybe that's. <laughs> maybe I am. Maybe you're my balance. I <laughs> am the balance because guess what? <laughs> Ebony don't have to work out. It don't matter what Ebony eat. For it, now. It don't matter. I want to knock on wood How right many now times you're really she decided to stay at home right and go to the gym. You're cursing my blessings. Ebony will always have a six pack. She, I'm telling you, this girl can throw down a whole large pizza a whole week straight, not gain a pound. I can eat a pack of peanuts and gain five pounds. A pack of peanuts, though. We like we are genetically we are so different. I have to work so hard to, you know, ensure that I don't, you know, balloon. <laughs> Meanwhile, like Emmy just enjoys her life and just stays stays thin, you know. Um, and I'm not knocking her for it. Uh, 
but balance, man. Blessing. That's my blessing that God <laughs> gave me, okay? I'm going to keep my one thing. Yo, balance, <laughs> balance, balance. But, you know, again, at the same time, it's like, um, you know, I do it because I I want to I wanna be around. I want to spend yeah. a lot of years with this woman. Better. So, but, you know, the, one of the other things that, you know, I was thinking about this year that um, is kind of different for me is, uh, you know, when I got, after I got married, I just fell out of love with my cell phone. I really evaluated, like, the length of time I spent on the phone and what I used it for. And um, I found that, and they have this, like, this new little app on the iPhone that'll tell you, I think the app is called Screen Time or something like that. Yeah. And I found that, like, I only use my phone like an hour and 12 minutes a day. And, uh... For all purposes or social media? No, just generally. Um, like, I'm only using like an hour and 12 yeah. minutes a day on average. Um, and, and, and... And it's weird because that's spread across work email, <laughs> personal email, social media, uh, the little pool game I love to play. I love playing pool on my phone. Um, because I've been realizing, like, um, there's so much life happening all around me. I don't want to miss it. Yeah. And um, I just really cut social media back because, you know, social media creates uh, an alternative world and an alternative reality that will suck you in and force you to neglect the real world around you i don't think you can be present in both worlds honestly i think that if you're in your phone you're out of the world and so i decided i wanted to be in the world a lot more this year and i feel like you're showing off because my, my numbers aren't that low but <laughs> but i will say it wasn't a goal of yours so it doesn't matter I, no but actually it, it, it became one recently because um my friend that i went to visit she was telling me like she had mentioned something about how she can't go on Instagram more than like so many minutes, and I was like, "How do you, like how do how does your phone block you out of it?" You know, I was maybe I was just behind, but you, you can physically go on your phone and limit your time. I don't know if you guys know this, like limit your time on certain apps. And so recently, I um, went through and only allowed myself 15 minutes on Instagram and Facebook a day. Um, and you you. You'd be surprised at how fast 15 minutes goes by. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. like, I'm just like, have I have I really been out here for 15 minutes already? Yeah. Like, it's it's insane. Um, so, like, imagine how long you actually spend on these apps because it's just, when it goes by like that. Yeah. yeah. So much time is wasted. <laughs> so much time. It's time you could spend... Well, I guess in my case, it's time that could be spent writing because, mm -hmm. you know, I keep saying I want to write a book and I'm, and I'm about 40, 50 pages in, but I yeah. thought it could be done by now if I wasn't so distracted. It's time that could be spent um, learning a language or, I mean, I don't have to go down a list of what you could be focusing on instead of scrolling timelines, but, um, you know, I just, I've just realized that. You know, you can really waste a lot of time and just get yeah. lost. That that maybe other people's maybe become so much more aware of like how much time I spend when I'm like, this fifteen minutes blew, blew fat blew by so fast. Like, there's yeah. no way. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> I advise you to do it. I mean, you, you can always um, 
take it off or just say, oh, add 15 more minutes. So it's not like you're stuck out of your apps. It's just like a, a nice wake-up call. Yeah. Um, <laughs> other thing I'll say for me is I've been trying my best to build on relationships that I've had both with family and friends mm-hmm. um, so many times our career and our geographic location uh, will naturally force the, the rate at which you communicate with people you were once close with to decline and I, I've been doing my best to just check in with people that I've considered close friends over the years uh, to just talk to them, see how they're doing. Um, and, 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 and again, social media can trick you into thinking that you're maintaining relationships because, like, as long as you're liking someone's photo, then, you know, y'all are good. Or watching their story. Or watching their story, then y'all are good. Yeah. But, you know, not realizing that that's an alternative reality. Like, what they're posting is probably the opposite of what they're going through. People are only posting their highlight reels. Yeah. Because, like, you know, I'm noticing, like, the phone calls that I actually place or like the the coffee or happy hour meetings I actually have with my close friends, like you learn things that you just would have never learned from their social media. Yeah. Like you find out that you know our lives really are not perfect, and uh, you know social media will trick you into thinking that everything with everybody is all right, mm-hmm. when in mm-hmm. reality it's not. And and think about it personally. You know, when we're going through stuff, we wish our friends would reach out to us and, you know, just check in and and, and just talk. Um, maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't. Um, but as one of my friends told me, she said, well, Ron, it seems like, you know, your life is always going well. Yeah. You know, you've always been so strong. I would have never thought that you were struggling with this. You know, social media led her to believe otherwise. Well, I think people, too, are less... People are less likely to just call somebody and start venting. Right. But like, if someone calls you and checks in, then it's like you can... You feel more comfortable. It's just like, oh, well, you know, this is going on. And you, and you get in a real deep combo, and it's, it feels good to talk to your friend about something versus just, you know, you calling them. And, and it, you know, it just... It feels different, I think, yeah. when you're being checked on versus just like feeling like you're a bird on somebody who's just maybe running an errand and doesn't have time to talk to you. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and listen to you like venting for an hour. <laughs> that's true. That's true. You know. Because <laughs> sometimes you get them calls and someone like just immediately goes into something. You'd be like, oh. You'd be like, oh, like, oh, damn. Shoot. Like, screen this call. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man. It's just true, though. It's. It's hard to always take on, you know, all your stuff and other people's, but, you know, it's balance. It's where balance comes in. Yo, it's okay to focus on yourself. Yeah. Like, you don't have to carry the weight of the world or the weight of other people if your weight is dragging you down. And uh, I told somebody this recently. Um, it was, uh, I think it was around Christmas break. Someone again just saying, you know, I would have never guessed you were going through this at this particular time yeah. in your life. And, you know, and I said, well, you know, just because I carry this burden well don't mean it ain't heavy. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that um, that's the truth with all of us. I think all of us have our burdens and a lot of us have gotten really accustomed to carrying them well to... Um, putting on and 
you know, convincing people that we're not going through anything. Mm-hmm. When in reality, man, this stuff is heavy. Everyone has something, so don't, yeah. you know. And I don't want to, like, have you thinking, like, I was, like, you know, going through a lot of stuff. But, like, you know, just over the years, when you're living in, you know, living on your own, um, you know, trying to, you know, find your career, making that a lot of money, you know, it, it just, yeah. you know, yeah. there's a lot of things you go through life. just trying to figure out who you are and where you're going, right? And, um, you know, sometimes the burden can be a lot to carry. So, um, I, I would encourage you to uh, to do some organic, genuine check-ins with friends. Like, step beyond the the double tapping. Yeah. Like, pick up the phone and call. Like, don't even text people. Like, pick up the phone and call. I can guarantee you, you pick up the phone five minutes after um, listening to this episode, pick up the phone and call a random friend, they're 95% going to be, like, shocked. That you didn't just send them a text or DM. They were like, oh, like... Because <laughs> most of our phones don't ring. Yeah. Most of our phones just ding. Right? They ding from notifications. Yeah. Uh, but that's not that's not how, you know, human interaction is supposed to be. I think you'll also find that, like, you'd be surprised who can actually help you in some way just by talking. Like, you know. Yeah. If you want, you know, if you want help, you just be surprised by just sharing. Sharing can open up doors that you may have not... Otherwise found. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know. So. So, uh, what 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 else has um what else would you say is new for you this year? New, honestly, not. I feel like there's there's still things in the past that you know I'm I'm carrying over, but like nothing's really no, nothing is so new. It's just like picking a few. And actually sticking to it is yeah. more so it. Like, you know? Yeah. So, ba- basically, the new thing is spending time on fewer things. Yes, that's the new okay. thing. It's like, no, it's like no, nothing's no, just, yeah. like, all of a sudden new. I, well, I guess home buying is the most new, mm. you know, thing that we're going through. Um, and actively paying down debt. But, but but besides that, you know, everything's pretty much just and narrowing down. And people always asking when you going to drop a baby. Oh yeah, that's 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 a forever question. I feel like <laughs> that's not gonna ever change. When y'all when y'all gonna have kids? <laughs> I always I, I feel like at some point, just people just always ask you when you when you have a relationship. People mm-hmm. just start asking that. It's like something that happens. Yeah, yeah. When you have a significant other, I believe that or God not, has to give her life. I am merely a vessel. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's your answer that's your answer I'll be able to look at you like okay that's what I was looking for but <laughs> yeah man um yeah so I mean there's that and uh, what's the last thing for me would probably be that I am hmm I guess I'm just trying my best to not care as much about I mean so it's an election season right and um, I think oh, there gosh. was I don't know how many candidates we had in the primary it was a lot of them <laughs> so I mean my, I, I've, my, my career is in politics right and um, everybody wants you to care about every candidate and to um, have an opinion on 
every stance that everybody's taken, every quote that everybody has given since they were in kindergarten. It's exhausting. Uh, it's just been a very exhausting uh, election season for me in particular. And one of the things that um, I had been focused on since the new year started was just picking the issues that I care about the most and just doing a process of elimination. If these folks don't care about these three core issues, mm-hmm. then maybe they're not the candidate for me. Yeah. Um, I'm not engaging in um, back and forth um, debates about things that I just, you know, if, if, they're, if, if, if folks are talking about things outside of the three political issues I care about, I just don't engage. Your three political tabs. <laughs> My three political tabs, right? <laughs> Uh, if folks are not talking about those, then uh, I just don't engage. But I, I got to protect my peace. I got to protect my energy. Yeah. Uh, and I think that this is going to be something that I continue to do moving forward because it has really felt liberating. Um, I don't want to say not caring, but tailoring the way that I care. Yeah. Because um, for a while, it's, you know, it's just been draining. Somebody else can care about that issue while you care about this one. Just exactly. Break it up. You care about this, I care about that. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, so this is great. We are uh, obviously happy to be back with y'all for another episode. I'm very happy. Ebony is... Rob made me happy today. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> he always makes me happy, but with the podcast, you know. <laughs> yeah. When I... <laughs> when I she was like where are you going about, about an hour ago after we got in eating dinner she said where are you going I was like I'm going upstairs to set up a microphone for a podcast she was like oh really she's smiling trying not to act so excited but she was I could tell she was happy <laughs> she's like you know following me up the stairs just getting ready pulling a pad out and her little uh, notepad dang um, calling me out you know so, um, you know, we've been gone for a while, probably gone too long. Hopefully. But we back. Exactly. Hopefully <laughs> we won't keep y'all uh, on the fence long like this. Uh, again. <laughs> it's, a, it's very long. And we got a lot of new so ideas, sorry. too. So, yeah, so I sorry. mean, we've, uh, <laughs> it's weird because like all, every day we'll be talking about stuff and we'll say you know what we should have talked about this on the podcast we really do every single day we were like yo this is such a podcast topic um and there's been a lot of things over the last month that we want to talk about like and we won't dive into them but i'll rattle off a few <laughs> that came <laughs> to light a lot of them stemming around the death of our friend kobe bryant yeah, I, I still can't. Tragic, 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 tragic. Um, but there was so so much around that that I kind of wanted to weigh in on, and I just didn't. You know, that's just stemmed from it. Like, you know, his relationship with his wife, his daughter, you know, the, the status of the family after the passing. But beyond that, like the... I won't even entertain some of the other things that, you know... Folks it's hard. talk yeah. about following his death, but um, it's a lot. Of, there were just a lot of reminders, you know, of, of of why we created this podcast in the in the beginning to kind of talk about, you know, some of these tough issues and how they affect families. Mm-hmm. Uh, For sure. So it may be a, a weird roundabout way of saying that we back. <laughs> yeah, we are. 
So anyway, um, it's been so long. Do we still have an Instagram page? I don't even know. Yes, we do. What is we it? We do. It's it's cuffing season underscore underscore. All right. Um, I don't do personal Instagram no more, so don't worry about following me. You can follow our our page, our Instagram podcast page, our podcast page, Instagram page. He's still on there, but he just doesn't use it. I don't use He's it, just there. and I don't plan on using it, so don't worry about following me. Um, but the It's Cuffing Season page is it's still dedicated to the podcast, so you can feel free to follow us on that. And uh, hopefully we'll, you know, get that back active and send out some updates to there. <laughs> but uh, other than that, have a great week. Be blessed. And uh, it's cold outside, so make it a good day to cuff. Yeah.